Arizona Cardinals, a massive, massive contest upcoming this Sunday against the Seattle Seahawks. And I want to start with this news with our next guest, Tyler Drake, our Arizona Cardinals insider for Arizona Sports, here joining us now on the Arizona Sports Line. The roof is open, Tyler. Expected to be open. Oh, okay. Well, I chose Way you that to I can't damper the read. mood, man. We no, no, it's excited. great. It's great. It's great. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, we missed you last week. I know you were busy out doing wedding related things, but how's it be able to be back at it? I guess is the phrase that I was looking for there. That's what the young kids are saying these yes. days. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was good. It was a, a great trip, a uh, good little, uh, reboot to come back and, and, you know, come back and hit it hard. And it's been great being back. It's nice and chilly. I think I brought some of the weather back from California with me. So, uh, but yeah, it's definitely football weather and, and, uh, yeah, they need, uh, Cardinals really need to, need to show the uh, world that they can pull one, uh, pull one out here in a very much needed, uh, win with, you know, two more divisional games after this one. Yeah, so the Cardinals get the Seahawks in Glendale this time. Last time they played each other, which was seemingly like three days ago, uh, they scored. The Cardinals scored nine points, only three of them offensive. What can we take away from the last time these two teams met, and how can they use it this time against the Seahawks? Yeah, you know, I think we're going to see two different teams. I know it's. I know it's. Like you just said, it feels like it was three days ago. But, uh, you know, I think there's going to be two different squads that roll out. And I think we're going to see a Cardinals team that is much more, uh, I don't want to say offensively sound, but took a step offensively since that last game, I think, in my opinion. Uh, you know, they've been able to put up some more points in the last couple of weeks. So that's good. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins obviously helps. Uh, but then you've got to also look at the Seahawks. I mean, their defense has stepped up, you know, really uh, across the board. They've improved their numbers. Uh, Tariq Woolen is really playing out of his mind. And and then you look on the off, uh, offensive side, and you've got Kenneth Walker, who's just really, really playing just unbelievably for a rookie. And then Geno Smith just keeps doing Geno Smith things for this year. It's just, you know, I think we're all waiting for that other shoe to drop, and it might not. That's I mean, they're really playing really well. So we're going to see a little bit of, uh, you know, I think we'll see different teams really come out. And I think I think the Cardinals will have a way to score. I think DeAndre Hopkins is going to be a big part of that. You know, if they get James Conner back, that's huge, too, against the Seahawks team that really struggles against the run. But uh, it's really going to come down to, you know, yeah, putting points on the board. You know, it's funny you bring up Hopkins, and that was obviously the piece that was missing the last time these two teams faced. But Seattle has had a pretty solid outing this season from their corner in Tariq Woolen. How do you foresee that matchup playing out? And if it becomes a problem for the Cardinals, who do you see them going to after that? Yeah, you know, I think, uh, you know, even DeAndre Hopkins acknowledged his play. I mean, he's... He was the defensive rookie of the month for uh, for October. So you can't. I mean, you've got to recognize that he got four interceptions. That's tied for the league for for most in the league. So the guy is really playing out of his mind, and and I think it's going to be one of those. It, it could be very well. It could be a teaching moment, really. I think for him with DeAndre Hopkins, I don't. I don't think he's faced a guy quite like Hop. And I mean, I think we saw last week with the one hand grabs and everything else. I mean, Hopkins is gonna gonna show you a couple of things that he he probably hasn't seen. So. Uh, I would be very surprised if he's not traveling with Hopkins, but at the same time, who knows? We'll see what this defense, what Pete Carroll wants to run out with this defense. But uh, if that is the case, I would say, I mean, I think it's it's one of those games where I think it's Robbie Anderson's time to really get more snaps and get more targets, get more reps, and from there maybe a Rondell Moore down the field. But uh, yeah, I think they definitely have to they definitely have to utilize 
the, the guys around Hopkins because I think he's going to get a lot of the a lot of the attention as he should. Talking with Tyler Drake, he's our Cardinals insider at ArizonaSports.com. Uh, Ty, to go along with the offensive conversation we're having, Rodney Hudson is scheduled as out. He's going to miss, what is it, his fifth straight game, I think it is. And I think there was a big problem that their offensive line was really exposed against the Vikings last week. A lot of pressure up the middle. Billy Price didn't seem up for the task. Um, it's a huge issue. I, I know DJ Humphreys listed as questionable. I don't know if you have any update on, on him and whether he's playing or not. When you're missing key cogs in your offensive line, it creates a, tons, a ton of issues. It, it didn't give Kyler Murray time to effectively get the passing game going. And right now, this Cardinals team has zero run game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you nailed all of them. Uh, the one thing I will say, you know, uh, talking to Billy Price this week, he say, he seems like, you know, he's he's still coming along, getting that, you know, the full playbook down. And I mean, he told us he he had to learn two playbooks in the in like a six week span. So that's pretty, you know, nuts by itself. So I think that's a, that's a process. I but you know, he does sound really confident. He sounds like his relationship with Kyler. You know, he's building that chemistry with him. So. That's a solid thing, but obviously, yeah. I mean, Ronnie Hudson not playing—that's that's huge. I mean, that guy sets everything up. It helps Kyler a ton, and and you know, moving forward, I, who who knows how many more games he plays this for the rest of the season? I mean, I think we're at that point where it's really an unknown, and it sucks to say because he is really a vital part of that team. Uh, and then outside of that, you know, uh, I don't really have any updates on Humphreys other than you know he's he's going to be a game time decision along with James Conner. Uh, and Buda Baker, but uh, yeah, I think it's uh, I, 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 you know, as much as it would be a bummer if he can't play, I think Josh Jones coming in and filling in for him and at tackle would be also a good thing, and not only for right now, but uh, something down the road, just because they've talked so highly about him moving into a starting tackle position role at some point down the road. So, you know, for as much as it would hurt to lose a guy like Humphreys for the week, you know, it also could benefit them in another way with Jones playing. I tell you what, it's amazing when you put the guys that you draft in the positions that they played in college. It's otherworldly for those <laughs> guys. Hey, Cardinals GM Steve Kime was on with Wolf and Luke yesterday, and he talked about how alarmed he was with the inconsistency of the offense and then pointed to the number of talented players on the side of that ball. One of them we haven't really gotten to see yet is Robbie Anderson, who actually took a decrease in snaps after the first week that he had with them where he had just gotten traded two days before. Why is there such a struggle to get the guys that Kime is adding to Cliff Kingsbury's roster into the game? Like, why is there what feels like a disconnect between these two guys? Yeah, yeah, you know, that's a, that's a great question because, I mean, I think a lot of people, when they saw the snap counts, I think the first thing they went to was, hey, how did Christian McCaffrey come out here and play so much with the Niners really coming off of getting traded and then you see you know Robbie Anderson's low snap count low play just I mean I think he had one target the first game so uh yeah it's definitely something that is that needs to be addressed and I get slow rolling guys into things and not wanting to give them too much but at the same time it's mid-season there's really no wiggle room as Cliff said is really everybody said this week like there's there's really no wiggle room anymore like you they've got to get on they've got to get going so uh, definitely uh, eye raising, eyebrow raising for sure, and and it's one of those things that you know it's it's <laughs> it's just we keep going through the week, and it seems like all right, this might be the week he'll get more snaps, and then it's not. But at the same time, we we can go back to the Isaiah Simmons things where he was not playing, and then out of nowhere played more, and then so it's just uh, I think it's just the nature of the beast right now for this team. <laughs>
Talking to Tyler Drake, Cardinals insider at ArizonaSports.com. I saw, Ty, that the Cardinals added punter Andy Lee to the injury report as questionable for Sunday's game. Of course, we already know Matt Prater has been dealing with injuries as well. Here's a fun hypothetical for you. If the Cardinals don't have a punter on Sunday, who does the punting? Whoa, that was, uh, <laughs> I actually tweeted that. I wonder how good uh, Eno can punt. He <laughs> might, might have well, to. He might have to. I mean, listen, this is one of the teams widely credited around the league as the, the Cardinals go for it on fourth down and for two point conversions more than any other team already. But we saw when they didn't have Matt Prater, they did not have confidence in Matt Amendola. It was evident that they didn't want to have to kick field goals. Now, if you don't have a punter, I mean, if you're backed up in your own territory, this creates serious problems on Sunday. Oh yeah, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see how they navigate this if if Lee ends up not being able to go. Hopefully, you know, I think it was a last minute illness, so maybe it's a twenty four hour thing and he gets over it. But uh, yeah, definitely gonna be interesting to see how they navigate if they don't have him or if they just have to get somebody off. You know, I don't know. I have to bring somebody in last second, and that's just another another one of those things that we're all gonna have to watch because how is that relationship gonna be with the long snapper and, and you know so can that yeah, happen more can fun, they, can they go get a teams. can they go get a guy off the street right now for tomorrow's game I'm, that's what I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out I don't know if they have to they'll probably have to do some roster maneuvering but if it, if yeah. it really gets down to that I'm sure they would ha- I mean I'm sure they would have to add some kind of <laughs> well, they need somebody to do that job because we know that the offense doesn't move, so they need somebody to punt when they uh, stall out. <laughs> Tyler Drake from Arizona Sports, our Arizona Cardinals insider, joining us here on the show. Who concerns you more on the Seahawks offense, Kenneth Walker or DK Metcalf? Ooh, I think it's got to be Kenneth Walker right now. I think, for, you know, to be honest, and I hope I don't say this and jinx it, but I think, you know, Marco and Byron have been playing solid in that secondary, and I think right now Kenneth Walker is making that Seattle team, you know, that Seattle offense really go. They've turned from more of that big play passing, you know, attack to let's just ground and pound on the run, and then he'll he'll burn off a couple of huge gains and, and a couple of big touchdowns. So Kenneth Walker is the guy to watch. Uh, if if they can move the ball on the ground, I mean, Gino has even more more uh, more weapons at his disposal. You know, getting in the pass game, play action, all that. So definitely got to stop Kenneth Walker. I think that's the number one priority, and then move on to Gino from there, and, and you know, pin the ears back and try to get a couple sacks. All right, Ty, warm up that leg. We might need it tomorrow. Yep, yep. I'm I'm getting it ready. And all dress right. accordingly if the roof is open. Just, just warning you. <laughs> Expected, Expected to be open. Expected. Right. <laughs> Let's tamper our expectations. Thanks, Ty. No problem. All right, that's Tyler Drake, our Cardinals insider from ArizonaSports.com. He joins us on the Arizona Sports line. We might not have a punter tomorrow. You know what? Let's just score touchdowns on every drive, and then we don't have to worry about it. You know how earlier this year ASU was doing open tryouts for roster spots on the football team? Oh, yeah. Cardinals should just do that. Open tryouts, fans. The game is tomorrow, Mitch. It's tomorrow. Try anything. (laughs) Try anything.